This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. When you want the best, you have to act fast, especially when hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds top talent fast. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Spotify. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Second, my God, this year is flying by already. Got Mikey Meatballs here producing this disaster of a show. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Bright, Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Happy New Year, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Happy New Year to you and yours and all our devoted listeners and viewers. That's right. I say viewers because we come to you twice a week. This is not going to change in 2024. Twice a week. And then a third time you could hear or see us on Friday's Cousin Sal's winning weekend. That is on FanDuel TV or right here on the Against All Odds feed. These guys jump on. We give you winners for the weekend. Parlay Kid was outstanding on the winning weekend. 11 and 5 Parlay Kid last week. We give out a lot of games. Yeah. Um, the ten and four, uh, uh, then you split on the college, right? I Is think, that what it was? Uh, how He's many did say we do? Higher. Ten and five. He's gonna say higher. He's ten, gonna say five higher and, now. ten five and one. Ten five <laughs> oh, was and there one. Was there a tie? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Right. Ten, ten, four and one. Here's what it was. Here's where I'm getting confused. You were no, eleven no. and five. I was nine five and one. Oh, I mean, I'm trying to build you up for the new year. <laughs> Weren't you nine three and one before yesterday? I don't know. All right, maybe, we'll maybe I might have been. I might have like been. I did two times ago. So. I, I put it this way: if, if <laughs> he it was, did, it, Parlett, Harry, he did. He was eleven and he was ten four and one. I think he okay. was eleven and five on our picks. He's got a yeah. three game lead in our mm-hmm. picks pool. I don't know why Harry's getting all smug because he had the. And we're going to get into this, but I mean, a putrid <laughs> ending for you for the uh, for twenty twenty three between fantasy yeah. and a four and twelve week with our picks. Our and his, NFL and his, picks and his video cartoon picks. I mean, it was. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And my, and my, uh, and my uh, of the year. total of the year. We'll get to all that because we have uh-huh. headaches. We have. We're going to go over the college games. We're going to go over <laughs> NFL recap seventeen. Look ahead at eighteen. We got emails and stuff to read. But uh, yeah, Harry, four and twelve. I mean, is is there anything else you could do? Boy, listen. It's I can't listen. I'm the first one. I'm the first one to admit this. The past two years, fantastic. This year, not so good for me in the NFL. Not so good. I'm he it. only wants a bra. He only wants a fast. Past two years, he's been fantastic. But as the Parley kid pointed out, he had a whole summer where I think he won like three games and like out of ninety, right? Out of ninety days. But anyway, <laughs> he claims that's baseball. baseball. I think he says that's baseball. But I think I is this baseball. is this is this the first time one of us is under five hundred on the picks? Yeah, I think it is. I'm going to look at the, ever. I have it I think, written. Out. I feel like ever. Oh, I'm wow. just saying. Oh, I'm just year. saying. Yeah. We've ended Harry the year. To, we've always ended the year. I think all positive every oh, year. Oh, I see. One nineteen, one twenty-five, and twelve is what cool. I have. This is boring for everyone. The Parley kid has a three-game lead. I think with 137 wins. I think I have 134 and Brian 132. 
We'll check that. Mikey Meatballs will check that. And then we'll triple check that after he does that. But uh, anyway, let's get into this. One thing that didn't help me, at least, oh, for two in these college semifinal games. My God, Michigan starts off, beats Bama 27-20. J.J. McCarthy was good, I guess. 17 for 27, three touchdowns, 221. Harbaugh says he's the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time. Parley kid, you were the only one, I think, on Michigan. Actually, Harry picked them to win it all. So I'll let you gloat a little bit, Harry. You picked them to win it all. Has not happened yet. Uh, I was looking back at our futures, but uh, is he the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time? Tom Brady got a laugh out of that. Boy, uh, I don't know about that. Um, I don't think he's the greatest Michigan quarterback of all time, but... uh, You're more of a greasy guy, right? Yeah, greasy was good, actually. You know, just uh, very efficient, uh, gets the job done. He's not the guy, you know, he's... Three touchdowns was nice yesterday, but he's not really the guy that's going to go out and get you 350 yards like Penix will and three touchdowns. But when they needed him, they needed him down seven late. He drove him down the field. He got that touchdown. He got the touchdown in overtime and proved yeah. that he is a special player. It really is. He's good. I don't know that this team is great, Bri. We talked about this in terms of like the last decade or two. I'm not sure the the one of the best. I, I don't know. I kind of, well, we'll see. I mean, they haven't even won anything yet. Harbaugh gets a lot of credit, it seems like. Herb Street said when he went for it on fourth and two, what was it from like a 37 with three and change left? Har- uh, Herb Street was like, they, you won't find a college coach with the guts that Harbaugh just had. Like, what? I don't know. You find every every pro coach you find like that. So I don't know. Except he's, thinking of making a change, he better make that part of his uh, his curriculum there. Yeah, right? I would say it's funny because I think people still have that perception that coaches don't go for it. I mean, certain coaches. He does pro go, games, Herb Street. Right. What's he doing? I mean, you see Dan Campbell. I mean, those guys go for it on every fourth uh, down, even when it doesn't make sense. The only coach. Right. We'll talk about this, I'm sure, at some point. The only coach your that guy. doesn't go for it, Antonio <laughs> Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Yeah, you're a guy. All right. Uh, that play calling down the stretch was crazy for Bama, Parley kid. Terrible snaps. That fourth down play was insane. It, it seemed like the more I read about it, it was supposed to be an RPO. Uh, but and the running back catches the bubble screen if he's if he's available. But that the snaps were so bad. That was like the third bad snap in a row or third out of four that Milrow had to dive forward and uh, into a line, just uh, into like 15 guys. And he wasn't, I mean, first of all, it takes a snap from the eight. Good luck getting there from a straight rush anyway. But uh, anyway, they blow a 20 to 13 lead. Um, I know you had Michigan, but what do you think of that last play calling uh, selection? No, I, look, uh, you know, no matter who you had, you got fortune. I was fortunate for Michigan to win. If Alabama won, you probably were right. fortunate too, because sure. uh, I did think Michigan outplayed them slightly for most of the game, but you got to outplay a team in all three facets. And Michigan's special teams obviously really struggled yesterday, which kept Bama yeah. in the game. But yep. then uh, obviously that last play call, um, which from uh, you know, as you're saying, it's maybe a little different in RPO. It looked like it's just a straight run. Yeah. Uh, when Michigan's defense was selling out, I think I think their plan was there. Is Milrow is not going to run this in to beat us. We're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna match up with any receiver one on one, and we're gonna sell out to stop the run, and that's what they did. I, there's got to be a better play in the playbook for them, but it doesn't help. And the timing gets thrown off. And I've been, even as a coach, I used to tell, even coaching middle school, I used to say, for me, the most important kid on the field was my center. I always had to have a good center because 
Right. Especially when everything is in a shotgun nowadays. When when the quarterback has to go low, has to go high, it throws the timing off. And the quarterback, his eyes now are not set on the field. They're set on the ball. And then he's got to readjust. So when the, when you're getting bad snaps, people don't realize how much that affects a quarterback. It affects the quarterback tremendously. And when it really came down to, uh, you know, the Bama center is probably the go to the game. I mean, it, uh, yeah. just, you, just, you don't it even want to look at the snap, right? Yeah, as soon as it hits your hands, you want to trust that it's going to be at your hands and then you could survey the field. hundred percent. Milrow credit. I don't think anyone ever got to the line of scrimmage faster off a snap than he did from eight yards away. If I want to give him credit, problem is there were 14 guys waiting for him. Exactly. Uh, I, f- I felt bad for him. He did not have a, a, a great game statistically. The snaps definitely hurt. For also, they took the ball out of his hands the first two downs. Like they they ran Whoa, straight. That, like he's a dynamic player there, that, right? Brian? That like was it, the thing. Sal, yeah. don't, didn't you think like if you're going to run that QB draw, you run that on first down, right? You're at the nine. Right. They get yep. nothing 100%. on the first. They get nothing on the first run. Then they give it yeah. back to the kid, and they lose yeah. four. I mean, that, that made absolutely no sense. Although I will say, Alabama's like their short game passing mm-hmm. is ter- is terrible. So I mean, either the whole game I thought play calling was out of whack because it should be getting Milrow out out of the they pocket, no letting him run a little bit or some big plays. Down. The bond no. that was it. They had no big and, plays. Yeah, any yeah. any short yardage pass well, the fumbles was not getting were big. <laughs> the fumble yeah. when they were up putting the trying to put the game away yeah. was big. Yeah. Yeah. Quality kid though, I, I was thinking um I felt bad for Jalen Milrow, but I don't know if you saw last week. I think he was told he at, at a press conference, he announced that he was told by teachers that he would amount to nothing, or told by a teacher that he would amount to nothing. Now I don't know if he called this man or woman out by name. But I always feel a little bad for the teachers here in this in this instance. Um, and I was thinking you as an educator for, you know, three decades plus what I guess four, whatever you if you had a baseball card with teaching stats on the back of it. Right. Yeah. It'd be like, let's try to put this together. Like, what would the stats be taught for 30 years? Humanitarian award for his uh uh, charitable yeah. efforts in the mm-hmm. community. Right. Um, never once had a sexual relation with a student. Well, um, yep. that was reported at least, uh, <laughs> accrued, um, hundreds of sick days. And I would add something else. You, I would boast about your amount to nothing record because these teachers who say, Oh, Jalen Milrow, you know what? You're never going to amount to anything. I bet they were right 95% of the time about, I don't think they just picked Jalen Milrow and then went the rest of the, you know, rest of their career without saying that. Like right. you're going to have a Jalen Milrow, you're going to have a Brad Pitt, you're going to have a, you know, a, a, a Steve Jobs in there. But if I'm a teacher, I'm saying, Hey, I'm 592 and one in terms of amounting to nothing. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. Right. I, okay. I do think that like, I've never said that to a student. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you should start. I've should certainly start. that's gone through my head, you know, like <laughs> oh, this kid's not good. And I would say, okay. um, you know, very. It's been very rare where when you hear like right a uh, good news about a student, like you were like, yeah, I didn't think. Oh wow, I didn't think that kid was going to amount to anything. You know, like right or when a student ends up in jail, you might go, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's probably about right. I probably could have mm-hmm. said that was going to happen. You know? So like you said, uh, probably most teachers are pretty accurate with their, uh, 
predicting. Yeah, I, you know, and maybe go the other way too. If you're a teacher, maybe you don't even have to wait to get called out. Like maybe you say, Hey, uh, I like for anyone who within the sound of my voice, I never thought this JJ McCarthy would amount to anything, but I will say it's the only miscue I've had in 35 years of teaching. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what I would yeah. say. Well, yeah. and I, I like to know. Yeah. There's no doubt that, uh, this Milro kid, if a teacher did say that to him, yeah. Uh, was not the only time a teacher ever that that teacher right. in particular ever said that, and it was to one kid. Um, brag, brag about your record, yeah. But, that's but, it. But then, yeah. then again, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, Milro. That maybe, hopefully, that inspired him. I no teacher should ever say that though. That's 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 crushing right. for some. I know kids, it's bad you know? news. It's bad it's terrible. news. But terrible. yeah, all right. well, I, I don't know what we learned at, uh, at all, if anything here. But uh, anyway, uh, Brian, did we learn anything? Probably not. Washington, you tell me. You tell me. A Gagnon never had a teacher say that to one of the Gagnons. <laughs> the Scott. Harry. The Scott. Remember, Darren. Don't forget, Scott got kicked out of a uh, Catholic school in the third grade. Kicked right. Kicked right. Right. Your brother Scott, and yeah. you know, there's still time for him. He has he has amounted to nothing so far, but I wouldn't say it's over. Let's, so, not, let's not close the book on him just so yet. So, what uh, was the yeah. worst? Because I know you were a pain, uh, you were a pain in the ass to like other kids and teachers. What was the worst thing a teacher ever said to you, though? Like that? Nothing like the, really bad. It's so funny. We uh, well, not funny. We lost uh, one of the clo- ones we were close to, Ron Scudder. Uh, yeah. Scuds uh, passed away last week, but uh, he was great. He loved me and hated me at the same time. And our the friend Joey Conza, he once gave me a physics test. He was our football coach and my physics teacher. And Darren, you had him for physics, and he um, he gave me a, t- a test in Korean. And I swear to God, I stared at it. I was so unfamiliar with the formulas that I thought it was a legit test for about 45 seconds. And then finally, oh, he laughed and laughed and laughed and he saw my face and then uh, and then gave me the real test, which I probably got the would have gotten the same grade anyway. Uh, but uh, uh, so he was there. He said, I don't uh, Joey Kahn's and I don't belong. Forget about the same classroom. We don't belong in the same. What do you say? Century together. Or something like that. <laughs> I remember I pointed out to, um, who was it? Mr. Panic. Uh, I said, Hey, I raised my hand at the end of the year. I was like, I have no absences this year. And he says, Sal, no one's aware of that statistic more than I am. <laughs> Cause I was just such a, I was such a disruptive force in class. So that was it about mounting to nothing. I don't know. I'd get apply yourself more a lot and stuff like that. But right. who knows? Maybe, I would like someone to step up and say, if they thought I had mounted nothing, and it's debatable also. All right, Harry, uh, uh, Washington upsets, Texas, 37, 31. Penix was great. My God, Bry was having an orgasm, three hour text <laughs> orgasm about Michael Penix mm-hmm. connecting on it, but he was great. He was 29 for 38. 430, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I actually thought his numbers were better than that. Harry, that would have been a colossal, colossal collapse. It was 37-24 with only a couple minutes left. They just needed to run the clock out, which Washington, I don't think they know how to, actually. Um, So, But they won 37-31. Texas was at the doorstep, uh, and they advanced. They were good. They were better. They were good. They were better. I don't know if they should even should have been the underdog here. It's 10 games. Penix is at 300 plus yards passing this year. 10 straight wins, by the way, for Washington. 10 points or less. Amazing. But Polka, Dunze, and McMillan, excellent. Like I said uh, last week when I gave out the over in this game, those guys are going to be in the pros on Sunday. It's pretty soon. Um, but yeah, at the end, just like I don't, what I didn't understand, and, and Kellen DeBoer has done an unbelievable job this season and last year too, being at Michigan, uh, at uh, Washington for just two years um, and what he's done. But 
you can't you, you can't run the risk after you know Dylan Johnson goes down, gets injured, so they stop the mm. clock. That kill that, that gives a free 35 seconds to Texas when they would have only had about 10, 15 seconds to go. You can't run if you know that if someone gets injured on uh, on Washington, they're gonna stop the clock. Why would you even run a play? Take a knee and let and and lose the yard or two and hmm know that that 30 seconds is definitely going to come off the clock because that is so valuable that that has to pop. You can't run a risk. And then, and then they get a couple of pass plays and bam, all of a sudden, I mean, I, I needed Washington uh, money line for a four team for the four team. I hit all four with the totals. I needed, uh, I needed Washington. So that was a little scary, a lot of scary actually. Yeah. I, I mean, let's talk about that, but first of all, it's very reminiscent of Mike McCarthy and we'll get to it. Not running a play. Uh, <laughs> could have killed 45 crucial 45 more seconds that, you know, uh, led to weeks and weeks of commentary. Now, uh, at the end of that lions game, but, uh, yeah, it was reminiscent of that. Brian, I was talking about like, that is a weird rule that the clock stops on this. Now they're clearly not, they're trying to run the clock, right? right. So there's no, faking an injury at this point. Right. Exactly. Right? So don't, I, I don't know if you could take it situation by situation, but doesn't this lend itself to some shenanigans with some defensive players? Like, all right, we got to get this clock stopped. Um, I'm going to pull this blackjack out of my shorts and uh, knock the guy uh, in the throat without the ref looking. And then he won't be able to get up. I, you know, I'm exaggerating, but the point is that it shouldn't stop because the injured player is the team that on the team that's winning. Right. No, a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. I, I don't know why that ever came into play because it, it really doesn't make sense at all. I mean, and I mean, you there's two situations there, right? You can't have a holding call in mm-hmm. that situation. So I guess to Harry's point, uh, whether or not you take a knee there, I mean, you might start seeing more. Co- I mean, I get it. You're trying to get the first down, whatever, but you might see more teams take a knee because again, you could mm-hmm. have a holding call that you could decline. But but the clock stops, or you could have that injury. That but again, yeah, the injury makes no sense. Though I mean that that yeah. clock really should start at you know you should get the twenty five second rundown. Well, but what there. what happens so if, if the injury's on defense? So let's say Texas needs that clock stop. If their guy you know the defensive lineman's grabbing his ankle, they have to use a timeout, right? Or the clock keeps going, right? Right. Like they can't do that, right? Right. So was Washington forced to use a timeout? There, or yeah. What? They yeah. The, oh, they were. Yeah, okay. in that situation, okay, yeah, they have to use a timeout, which is I again. Gotcha. All right. I mean, yeah, that's I the thing. Know. You have to it's use weird. the timeout, but it it is, it's a dumb, it's a dumb rule. It's a dumb. That's kind of stupid. Anyway, they were real. That really would have been a bad loss, parlay kid for uh, for Washington there. Who, who? I don't know. They were in control of that game for the most part. No, I don't know. You can't. I don't know. I know Harry when he was a substitute teacher for the year that Nevada like let their guard down and let him be a, a sub uh, in the school district. There, he did say that Michael Penix would amount to nothing. Um, so I don't know. That didn't come <laughs> up. They didn't mention that. But Harry, you want to take that back? Uh, well, I was I was a substitute teacher for four years, by the way, Sal. Four years. I just went. You home. were? Oh wow. Two thousand four. Wow. But I'll, I will say that. What happened? You didn't get reelected? What? I don't understand how that works. You just, you just uh, stopped. No. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I will say this though: Panix is just so accurate, isn't he? Like he's so accurate. He throws such a great ball, and not just yeah. in between the numbers. He had the most passing yards this year outside the numbers, which means you got. He's hitting on very difficult passes all the time. He's been fantastic this year. 
So we discussed this on another chain. I'm, I'm on like three chains with this. And okay, Polly, can you point it out? It's unfair to compare him to Tua. He's just got a stronger arm, you know? Mm. Um, Bri, you agreed, but you also said these these receivers, Polk, uh, Adunze, Polk, McMillan, like they're, uh, he'll never, probably never be assigned a triumphant like this, well, right? Well, this so, is like, yeah. I mean, this is like, uh, although I know Burrow got chased back, right? The the following year, yeah. but there's like Burrow, you know, Burrow had, he had Jefferson mm-hmm. and he had Chase, right? And the, like Mac, the receivers that Mac Jones had that year and, and the receivers panic sets. Again, yeah, he'll probably never have this combination of receivers, at least early on mm-hmm. in his career in the pros, especially if he gets drafted higher. But yeah. The throws, I mean, I don't think I've seen that many throws that there was actually great coverage on. And he put it in a spot and for like six or seven throws. And even just the way he, there was that one throw where he just got out of the way, rolled rolled right quickly and then fired it back to the middle of the field, like sidearm lefty, like a hundred miles an hour to receive. But it was just, that was just super impressive. And, And the reason why I wanted... I had Washington plus three and a half, so I wasn't really worried there at all at the end of the game, unless Texas mm. scored with like 10 seconds left or something like that. Right. But I really wanted to see Penix in the championship game. I didn't want to see yeah. viewers in the championship game. That's why I was kind of like, Washington, please just win this game. I did not want, for whatever reason, something about viewers. I mm. did not want him in that game. So let's talk about this. This is a uh, the, the look-ahead line for the championship game. I went three. I guessed with you guys. I thought it would be three. Um Washington's still not getting the respect that I'm sure they think they deserve. It's four and a half and 55 and a half parlay kid. Now I'm thinking about this. I'm like, all right, four and a half is, is high. But on the other hand, it's come down a lot since um, Oregon was what a nine and a half or 10 point favorite over Washington on a neutral field. So in that regard, it's cut in half, but boy, they don't want to give. And I guess, you know, he'll be scrambling a little more against Michigan. We'll, we'll make our picks tomorrow. And on Friday, but um, I don't know. What do you think of this line? Yeah, I would have, if I was guessing the line, I would have said three, three and a half max, uh, probably. Um, But, you know, look, don't forget now, this is what, 10 straight victories under 10 points for Washington. I mean, usually, boy, oh boy, that. That run normally runs out, right? Like, but mm-hmm. no, they they might just pull it off again. So, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm okay. I can live with that line. I just thought it would have been a little lower. Harry, you think it's fair? Yeah, I, I think it's fair. It's going to be. A, it, listen, I, I agree with Brian too. I, I wanted to see. Not that it's going to bet it, but I want to see Washington uh, and their offense and their wide receivers and Penix take on Michigan's defense. Um, you know, Michigan again yesterday they pulled the game out. They were sloppy. They definitely had a lot of um, um, self-inflicted wounds. They did during in the, in the game with the, the, the especially special teams wise. Um, so they were sloppy. Pulled the game out, um, but it's going to be fun to watch Penix versus uh, you know uh, do what he does with his receivers to see what he if he can break down the Michigan defense, which was uh, spectacular again yesterday. I mean, when Harry's calling you sloppy, you know you have a problem. It's really, you really got to look into, <laughs> dig deep. Uh, by the way, Harry, your boy Harbaugh, uh, if you want to do the Harbaugh big winner parlay, both the Ravens and Wolverines to win it all, you get mm. plus 584 right now. Is it the Harbaugh year? Well, we'll talk look, about the remember, Ravens. They I look said, so damn good. Yeah. They, they look so They look good. And a number of two weeks, two months ago, I said, 
the colors, the colors of the NFL Super Bowl logo. Yeah. And red. You so know, this is not an observation that you came up. This has been on TikTok for many months. I understand, yeah, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. it's also a fact. It's a fact okay. that it's come true three years in a row and it yeah. happened to be purple of all colors. And the right. Ravens are pulling right now. The shade, the Bri, shade, shame, the shame on me, Bri. Shame on me for going to Harry for <laughs> thinking I'm going to get some the useful shading, analysis. That shading yeah. of colors is very debatable, too. I've seen those videos and I'm like, nah, they say that. Yeah. Nah, it's close enough. Clo- yeah, it's close enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is we're dealing with real money here, Bry. All we need is close enough for a visual. Yeah. Well, um, I will say, scheme. Harry, Harry gave out, Harry gave out Michigan. He did. And they Darren, and they in Texas. Darren gave out. Darren gave out Baltimore. Um, well, he gave out Lamar. Uh, I don't know if he gave Baltimore out Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Well, yeah, we'll go over the uh, pro in a minute. A couple more things on college. Georgia FSU was just a, a disaster, and I know no one played for FSU. What was it? 63 to three. Probably could have been 103 to three. It was disgusting. I don't think anything's going to change because guess what? The ratings went up. <laughs> the ratings are up for a game like that. And mm. so uh, yeah, I got to change a damn thing about it. In a way, they don't have to because they go to a 12 team playoff. Uh, I think six teams would have been perfect this year. Michigan, Washington, it buys Bama versus Oregon, Texas versus Georgia. I'm sorry, Parley kid. I just think FSU goes to the side. Or if you want to non-competitive games, you put Ohio State and FSU in there and they play the one and two seeds. But um, I just think 12 is too many teams, but six would have been really good, Parley kid, I think this year. I think you would have gotten all competitive games. Yes, right. Um, I think you're totally right on that. And I do think, I don't know, I, I these other bowl games now, this honestly, I I know you. The ratings, I guess, are fine, and people are making money off of them, but mm. they're so irrelevant. I, I, I honestly like. Oh, I, so I, bad. I might not watch one of those games next year. Like honestly, like what? Do, what do we even? Unless you're betting, that's why. Thank goodness for betting on the games. Well, that's what I was thinking. If we could get interest. an edge, if we can get an edge from betting that, on these games, I'd have look. to tip. But, yes. but I don't think you can. I mean, you're up to the minute trying to figure out who's playing and it's who's ridiculous. not playing. It's ridiculous. I know. I, yeah. How do they even have lines on these games? Because right. you don't know who's playing, who's not playing, who just entered a transfer portal. I don't... The whole thing just... Can we yeah. just get rid of all those extra those other bowl games? Just get rid I of them. I don't understand. What did Miami do, Bri? Miami wasn't on the board. Their bowl game. Who'd they play? They didn't play Rutgers. Who'd Rutgers. they play? Yeah, they played Rutgers. They played, Rutgers. They played, they played Rutgers. Rutgers. That was the Yankee Stadium. Pinstri- that was the yeah. bowl. That's right. They put that on the day of. Like, you couldn't bet that on FanDuel the previous seven, ten days, uh, whatever. Like, what happened in that game that was different from any other uh, game? Yeah. Like, what, what, what were they waiting for I don't, I to don't put get a line it. on that? Yeah, um, I don't get and it. the we, other thing is... Yeah, go ahead, Bri. No, yeah. I was just going to say, you just... I think what you've learned from these bowl games is you have to come up with a great gimmick, right? Everybody loved that damn Pop-Tart. The Pop-Tart. Yeah, that was the, the bowl, was right? Great. Everybody exactly. loved that thing. So now that's the thing. What's the next thing that could top that next year? What's the next Yeah, bowl? because I'm, I'm sick and tired of making fun of the kids who are throwing uh, bounce passes in the Dr. Pepper challenge. And then you're right. We need a Pop-Tart in there. Uh, or Gronk to run nude. I don't know. The streak, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, I think 12 is too many. I think six would have been great this year. I think six is good uh, going forward. But these other bowls, they really, really do stink. Let's take a quick break. And then, yes, we, we know about uh, pro football. We're going to hit you up with some recaps and look-aheads when we return. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Parlay Kid, we did it. Just like we always knew, we are in the driver's seat. The Dallas Cowboys, our beloved Dallas Cowboys, really on pace to win this NFC East. We just have to win as a, I don't know, a two-touchdown favorite over Washington, a team that may have given up. Controversial win? I don't see the controversy against the Lions. 20-19. to 19. Um, I, I've talked uh, ad nauseum about this, uh, you know, with Simmons and everybody else. And I have a whole thing on Friday on cousin Sal's winning weekend about just the refs in general and how we need to not make their lives more difficult than it already is. But Parley kid, that ending was uh crazy. Um, you have a take about the line what, what the 68 wasn't lined up anyway. So give us a, a your best minute on well, this and then we can move. Okay. On. Uh, one, yeah, I, we I, it seems we stink. Number one, we stink. Well, look, yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of flaws in that game for the Cowboys. That's for sure. Uh, c- coaching flaws as well uh, that were masks masks because of all this controversy. Okay, hmm. um, so I'll start with that. The two point con- uh, conversion. My thing is, and I know people want to argue this. Detroit obviously in everything they did, throwing three guys over to the ref, right? Um, and even in their alignment for that play, they would definitely try to throw as much confusion out there as possible. Yeah. By lo- by the letter of the rule, okay, to me, the way I interpret it, is the guy next to 68 was not off the line of scrimmage enough. His, his front foot was in line with the hip mm-hmm. of 68. It's supposed to be his front foot should be in line with the furthest uh, lineman, the furthest back lineman uh, to be considered to be off the line. So he should have been on his back foot. He was like in his mid body. You could have easily interpreted him as being on the line, which makes 68 ineligible because that guy is then tight end and he's covering the tackle. And 68 was ineligible, but you're saying even if he was – he would have. Let's yeah. just say he, he, he to me, if he right. had reported the way he's they saying he did. Yeah. The guy next to him has to be off the line for him to be uh, eligible. Right. I contend, and others have contended too, that he wasn't off the line. I, I think he was trying to play games to throw more deceit. Oh, they were definitely playing games. Play. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. let me look like a tight end here, but I'm a little. I think I'm enough off this line. Right? Can they I ask it- you this? It's the weirdest thing because it's deception. It's it's having three guys ambush the ref, and it's the I've yeah, never we seen told that you, before. We told you before the game. Remember what we told you before? It reminds me of our friend Finkin, who would be like, "Oh, remember I told you I was going to uh, Florida?" Like, no, I don't remember. Also, no, you're, you're lying, and I don't remember. So I don't know what the, right. like what. So, but all right. right. So there's that, and then there's, there's also so- like. But, but how look, much deception it, is it if the all, the end result is announced over the intercom to 75,000 people? Like, you can run people all over the field, right. but if they say number 70 is reporting as eligible, what the hell do we give a crap about number 68? Of course well, we're not going to cover them. 
Well, and, and, and Dallas was aligned correctly on that play where Donovan Wilson was over 68, but because he was not announced as eligible, yeah, he never you covered see the him. Cowboys pointing. They're like, Who's yes. it? where's this guy come from? All right. So, don't care about. Yeah. so that's one thing. Okay. Um, th- but th- we never get there, Sal. The oh, worst yeah. call, the worst call was the one the on Hendershot. Yeah. The yeah. tripping call on Hendershot, which then threw McCarthy way off, Sal, because <laughs> instead of the Cowboys having second down, and three or four yards to go. It's yeah. first and 25. Mm-hmm. Now, we know what should have happened after that, but it threw it threw them off. That call on Hendershot was much worse than that two-point conversion call because that was just a, a human error, I guess. The Hendershot call was a bogus call on Hutchinson sticking out his leg and Hendershot getting called. Right, that, for tripping. If, yeah. if that doesn't happen, Sal, and, then, mm-hmm. and Schefter, even Schefter, we know that nobody ever sticks up for the Cowboys in these situations. And right. the media piles on, oh, my God, the Cowboys, they, mm-hmm. you know, um, they said that, they, that one led to the other. That was the worst call because how how do you call that? It's what, bad. It Here's why you call it because everyone's wearing white pants, which is why you know. Forget the, the well. I don't care when the game is a Saturday night, a you know main event, whatever. Uh, oh. I think that's. I'm not making excuses for the refs. They call the wrong guy for trying to trip because they they see a white leg out there. But the one thing I'll say, probably get it might have been holding. It might have been holding. I it's, it's uh, you know it, it might have been holding on. But the, then it's offset against us, right? Right. So right. we're back yes. to first yes. and ten. Exactly. Right? So yeah, exactly. So yep. uh, you know. That that's if is an attempted trip. Is that even a penalty? I don't even know. It's a penalty. So why was well, that? That's all they saw. And we no can't one got go, tripped either way. So we yeah, can't so say anything about the, holding the leg. When yeah. the maybe the possibly one of the top pass rushers rushers in the hmm. game gets held oh, he multiple getting, times. And, his and, head and, is like uh, and, bent behind his neck. He's, the hands and, and the face. You is know, crazy so we can't him. say maybe the tight end was holding. I I mean, right. Because but as Cowboys fans, Paul, I kid, to wrap it up, I'm excited. We have a shot to win this division. It's great. Look, and, and this play is all we could have asked for. Or, yeah. we, we should take care of business this week. Right. Right. And, and then, then it's hilarious when Jordan, Jordan Love comes games. and beats us uh, so, in the If that happens, yeah. if, the, if we <laughs> don't win these two games, yeah. For as, I'm sorry for as much as I've been. Don't say anything crazy now. Don't on say the McCarthy train and yeah. praising him this year. Mm-hmm. First of all, if you lose this game, then then it should be done. Unless you have a great oh, run, yeah. but if you don't win, though, if you're not playing in the NFC Championship game, he should go. Mm-hmm. He should go. They have to get there. The pressure that we're the, feeling, Sal, should be tremendous. The one thing I'll say is, I think I said this on Simmons is. I'd rather have the Lions team right now. I'd rather be in our spot with the Lions team. I want. I want to be able to run the ball. I hate that we can't run the ball. Well, I've been saying so that. much pressure on uh, Dak, and thank well, God for C.D. Lamb, well, even though it's Dak tries to kill know, him with these passes over the middle a little bit. But I, I mean, I, don't, I just heck. What can you do? I, I I'm all for saying that C.D. Lamb should be in the MVP conversation for I crying think you're out right. loud. I think this they guy's, were like a six-win team without him. This, this guy has been tremendous. Who would be yeah. the who would you be scared of on that offense? I mean, maybe right. oh, Cooks no. a little bit, but like yeah. CD Lamb has been tremendous. Um yeah. and look, Prescott was really good the other day, too. I know he got picked 
Uh, but I thought Prescott was really good. Yep. Uh, Harry, I know you have a, another problem with this game. We'll get to it in bed aches, but I'm, I'm looking you, at uh, <laughs> Cowboys minus 1350 to win I the just, division. I, I yeah. find it knowing that Detroit needed it for some things moving forward. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whatever the flag got thrown, like tw- only, only 20, 25 seconds after the play was over. But aside from that, aside from that, two, the two point conversion and the flag being thrown 20 seconds after, uh, when they, got pushed back to the seven. I just couldn't believe mm. Campbell just doesn't kick the extra point there. And then I know, yeah. I know there was offside. So it got put back to the uh, three or four. Half the he distance. gets a big break Campbell for being a bonehead here. He gets a big break because of everything else he really yeah. does. I think. Well, so, Brian, does McCarthy. Right? so does McCarthy. Yeah. Seven. I know. I I, wow. I felt like it was a, like a tiebreaker we didn't know about, Brian. Like a six tiebreaker. The Lions <laughs> need more points than the like like something you read about the next day. But it was uh, uh it, was, it ins- was bizarre. It was insane. Yeah. It was insane. I mean, I Brian mean, had the Cowboys money line. He was happy. I had the Cowboys like, money line, so I'm not going to complain about anything at all. Although <laughs> uh, I'll complain about some other games. But yeah, I I mean, I I kind of hate. I do hate when all the attention gets put on like the the call right at the end of the game yeah. because you know mm-hmm. because it's almost like you can't talk about any of the other calls throughout the game even though you know the impact there is just as great you know I I kind of I I hate that there's too much attention yeah. there. and Harry to your point with the flag coming 20 seconds left as soon as they announce for everyone to hear 70 is eligible and 68 catches the pass there's going to be a flag like the <laughs> the only thing you have to determine is wait is that number 68 or is that number 70 I don't know. So anyway, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I, I still, I, honestly, I think, still, I think the NFL wanted Dallas to be eight. No, right, here know. we go. All right. <laughs> of course they wanted it. <laughs> no. Yeah. Nobody gets fans to the, you know, to the, to the throngs of fans don't get pleasure in seeing the Cowboys lose. What do the NFL Come on. Uh, Cowboys right, have he, been like I, I, that narrative is such crap because the Cowboys over the last two Harry decades, have been yeah. one of the most penalized teams in the I league. Know. I mean, the third this year in penalties too. I mean, can we stop the nonsense? Like the no. Cowboys get yeah, calls. The NFL's, the, Cowboys this is what get they do. no calls. If you want, mm. if they don't get, they very rarely get a call in their favor. And this Darren, shouldn't they, even they come stink. to that. They stink because they haven't won a Super Bowl in twenty-seven years. Whatever. The, 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 the Seattle game at home, call, Darren, so they get got, like, yeah, The Seattle sense. game at home, you only had about six. Pass interference calls that went against Seattle. Oh, in that game. Stop it. And <laughs> Harry's won, never and been on a game won. that wasn't fixed. Harry's never, and yet he knows oh. the teams that get right, the fixed their way, but he can't stay away from Every logic would be, right? There was a flag in that Seattle game for pass interference. Everyone. <laughs> Please. What, what, what are you talking about? Uh, what am I he talking about? Know. The Seattle Don't game ask him. He in doesn't Dallas know. on Thursday night, Dallas got about away with six pass interference penalties. Five of them were questionable. I haven't even heard this. Like, this is the first time we're hearing this like six I, weeks I, later. Exactly. Like, of course, oh, I haven't heard it from anyone you but you. Point. I'm giving you a point. Darren Sanders. Yeah, I know. It's a point that no one else is making and that we haven't heard. And it's a month and a half late. So I don't know what what, what the well, point I'm just, is. I'm, I'm stating oh, a you're fact. Just saying. That's all. Oh, you're just saying. No, I'm not just saying. I'm stating Oh, a it's a fact now. Oh, now fact. it's a fact that they <laughs> had six pass interference calls. Oh, yeah. all right. I know what we're dealing with. Sal, between the five through like five through eight teams or four through eight teams, who would you have wanted to play in the first round? Like, Green not, Bay, not the Rams. The, yeah, Rams yeah. and Packers. Definitely Packers, not the Rams. Do you, I don't know. A, a hot Packers team scares me a little bit. That seems like a weird uh, right? matchup for us. I know more um, so. Love than, thirty touchdowns. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know who I'd want to play, honestly. Apologies. Yeah. What's your answer? One of those South teams, I would want them to sneak in, and I want to play them. Oh, you mean as a two seed, Brian? No, or- anything. Your first round matchup, because originally you were thinking you were going to Tampa, and then oh, right, maybe right, it could right. be the Saints, or then maybe it could be. But I feel right. like you'd rather play those teams, but you also. I want don't the want two it to seed. be the Rams. I don't want it to be the Rams. Rams? No, not. for sure not the Rams. But I don't think it can be. Honestly, uh, I'm not sure uh, there's any. I don't think it can be. Right? Uh, there's any. Uh, Eagles lost to the Cards, 35-31. This was just beautiful. Really, mm. poetry <laughs> in motion. In fact, you know when Kyler threw that pick six, which should have been a touchdown. I was like, damn it. Can they get back in this game? Because they're out playing them. And they ran for they right. ran the hell out of them. 220 did. yards plus on the ground. I thought, Harry, they were winning all, all along. I did. Even in that hmm. last drive. I'm like, they're going to score here. Because they could do it running or passing. And uh, they got the mojo here. So what a collapse by the Eagles. Well, I'll tell you, this Eagles team, one and four in their last five. Uh, last five wins are all by one score games. And they haven't uh-huh. had, you know, I, I don't know for whatever it is, um, uh, you know, they haven't had a hundred yard receiver in five straight weeks, which is amazing considering what you have wide receiver wise. Isn't that weird? AJ Brown was unstoppable for like three weeks, yeah. and then just no, like no. Uh, him and Smith like haven't gone for hundred yards in five weeks, and, they, and you lose to the Cardinals, really? Wow! Right, and Devonta Smith hurt too. Now I forgot to check hmm. up on that. Is he? Uh, what are they saying? Uh, I avoided a major injury. Okay. And the Eagles uh, win, by the way, Sal. The Eagles win was against Buffalo, which they got to play. Oh, I know. I still couldn't believe. But Pauly Kidd and I went over common opponents. And like, remember a couple of weeks ago, I was like, well, the Eagles lost to Buffalo. I'm like, oh, no, wait, they didn't. I thought just for sure they lost. <laughs> yeah. to right. Right, right. But anyway, the, the biggest landscaping change of the, in the NFL, I think, was with the Ravens crushing the Dolphins 56-19. And it probably could have been worse. Um, I, I, uh, disgusting. Talk about bad. I make fun of Harry. This was my uh, best bet of the week. Really, really bad. And I was like, when they were up seven, nothing dolphins, I'm like, Oh, I'm just so much smarter than everyone. What a letdown game. This is going to be for Baltimore <laughs> and Lamar who you could have gotten Bry for MVP at minus 200. And now you, you can't afford it. There's just uh, what is he? He is minus. I got to count the zeros. 20,000. Guys, he was <laughs> he's plus yeah, he's plus five hundred, plus five fifty, right? Two weeks ago. You said that going Before into the Niners. You're like, isn't that game. a better well, bet? Yeah, than I mean, just that the, was the thing. I, I didn't yeah. say to take him. I mean, give Parley Kid credit for taking him before the year started. Yeah, Parley Kid has him at sixteen um, to one. Nice. But I did think if you were gonna take the Ravens in that game, mm-hmm. you might as well take Lamar. Um, but it is funny, you know, he's clearly the MVP, but you look at his stats and you're like, it, it is weird. How are you going to mm-hmm. have a lot, yeah. a lot of guys so with better on, numbers? On Ringer Wise Guys on Sunday, Raheem Palmer says, look, Lamar's been great, but his over-under for touchdowns was 24 and a half. He has 19. This was going into Sunday. Right. And now, he, now he had five, so now he's like right where he needed to be. But in terms of, wow, is he superseding what his expectations were? Like, no, not at all. And the team is great. I, I don't know. It's just more of a – why the hell didn't anyone want to sign this guy thing? I think it's a big push towards him being MVP. You know, it's really a remarkable, yeah. uh, t- really, I don't know, uh, two teams peaking, one in each, uh, not even that the Niners are peaking, but the only trustworthy teams, maybe Niners and Ravens and Browns, Harry, I don't know who are the, who are the others. Yeah, I know. Browns have been fantastic too, but I, yeah, I mean, again, mm-hmm. yeah, Lamar, five touchdowns right on his number. 
But again, mm. the team overall, just three losses. They've been fantastic. Um, and uh, but we got to see still. We still have to see Lamar do it in the playoffs because he doesn't have a great playoff record overall. Talked about that. Could be a first game. Could be home against Cleveland. I mean, that'd be a, right. a monster match. Cleveland. They blew that game late, and it's just it's something that it's oh, just odd about Cleveland. the Ravens. They can look so good, so dominant, but then. For whatever reason, back of your mind, you just don't trust them 100% maybe the next week in a game where they kind of let you down a little bit. It's just even though they can look so dominant, they're not 100% in confidence in that team all the time. Speaking of letting people down, you gave uh, your Mm -hmm. boss, Ken, a pick for MVP. It was McCaffrey, who is now at uh, 50 to 1. By the way, he still think today, as of today, (laughs) told him sorry about the MVP. He's like, what are you talking about? And I said, what am I talking about? It's uh-huh. Lamar Jackson's award now. He's like, oh, right. McCaffrey still has a chance. I said, well, oh, wow. McCaffrey's not playing on Sunday, and right. he really doesn't have fifth. a chance. And he's fifth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, All right. I, I, well, I, he still believes he's got a chance. I think you uh, should keep pounding that point home. I think it's. Mm. Uh, I think it's helpful. <laughs> Although he is minus three sixty to win Offensive Player of the Year. It was. I think we talked about last week. That one seventy, like right? One seventy. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, you know, Paul, kid, you talk about. C.D. Lamb, that's a number. He's not going to get MVP. That should be tighter there. He shouldn't be 22 to 1 for well, Offensive Player I, of the Year. I think we're one C.D. Lamb uh, game on a Sunday away from him jumping very high. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think Passing it's a good time. I think, it's a, least. Yeah. I think it's a good time to jump on Lamb. Uh, mm. you know, he has another 10-catch, 150-yard day, I think, right. uh, with a touchdown or two. I think you're going to hear people saying, I think I'll get some I think you're going to start hearing that. I think you're going to start hearing that, especially because people are going to start saying, you know, if Dak has a big game, people are going to say, well, Dak's not going to be the MVP, but somebody on that team should win some type of award. Yes. Let's celebrate the Cowboys a little. And it ain't going to be your kicker. Your kicker kicker hasn't missed a kick. You're not kidding. And by the way, that's the other thing, part of the Lions thing. We got a guy who can boot at 70 yards. Like, don't be so sure that was the end of the game, that two-point conversion, right? We could have we could have gotten downfield a little bit and uh, hmm. lined up for a winning field goal. Uh, yeah, the award is not going to go to Mike McCarthy at 130 to 1 for oh. coach of the year. That's for sure. So uh, what else do we want to say? Steelers upset the Seahawks. Brian, I don't know. I was trying to figure out, is this Tomlin's best year? Like this is now, what, 17 years? He's over 500. Um, I want to give him a lot of credit, but – well, first 12 games they were outgained it's funny we were hearing a lot of people like two and three weeks ago bashing Tomlin Mm -hmm. right this year it was kind of like he was getting a lot of bad credit and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you know you go to Rudolph and they can move the ball Um, so it is is, the one thing I will say that's impressive about it they win these games and their defense this year isn't even dominant right Right. usually it's Mm -hmm. like all right, this defense is a top three defense in the league it's not. Yeah. I mean, they make they make big plays when they have to, but it's still ha- wh- whether it's injuries or whatever, they have mm-hmm. not been that top defense, and they're still winning games. And you're you're down to your third QB, who's probably better than your first QB. So, uh, and as yeah, it no, is now, they play Saturday. They play that first game. It's two games Saturday, and they got to win, win. They have to win, and they could be a ten win team that's bounced, which is going to be interesting because they still would need the Bills to lose, right? They still need the Bills to lose. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what happens there. Chiefs win, Polly Kid. They cover versus the Bengals. I don't know how the hell that happened. They're so they're they're tough to watch. They are now a tough watch. I mean, maybe put them in the NFC South because, and I mm. think they're an automatic three seed. 
But I also feel, Polly Kid, they're the team to play in the playoffs. I really do. I feel like you you got yeah. 22, 24 points in the fourth quarter. You got those days of them putting up 35 and 40 in Arrowhead are over, I think. Yeah, well, certainly over for this year, I think. I they just don't have yeah. the talent on the offensive side mm. to to do it. Kelsey is uh I don't I, he's like a, just a shell of himself. It's I Darren, don't Darren. No, no hundred yard game out of Kelsey since week seven. It's right. The second half of the season, he has been a shell of himself. He mm. looks m- slower. Uh, it might, it probably doesn't help him that there aren't any other receivers that teams are afraid of, with the exception of maybe Rice a little bit. Rasheed Rice sure. is good. Rice is I'm not sure if he, if, if people are afraid of him. No, like, oh, we, no, no. You know, so I, I, I think that hurts Kelsey as well. Um, yeah, this is a team people probably want to play right now. Right. Mm-hmm. This isn't like uh, a team that you go, well, you know, the Chiefs have been kind of on cruise control this year. They'll pick it up. They haven't been able to. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to flip a switch in the playoffs and be dropping 40 on teams. It just right. doesn't seem like that can happen. It just it's just not going to happen. And, and Sal, I don't think so either. Sal yeah. to your point, you know, like you mentioned, Kansas City in the playoffs, 35, 38 points, rolling it up at home. They've won one game this year, one game this year. By more than 14 points. One. Yeah, this is not this is not your grandfather's Chiefs team. The only thing I'll say, Bri, the only thing. Didn't Kelsey go like five games in a row towards the end of the year without scoring? Uh something like that. Did he score in the game we went to against the Raiders? That was week 18. It's coming up on a, our <sighs> anniversary there for that. That's a good question. I can't remember, but he had five in a row. I don't know if including that. And then in the playoffs. You want to start putting it together yeah. again, right? So yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, think, I don't see look, it though. I think if you play the Chiefs, you want to mm-hmm. play them in the first round. Like in terms of, inter- you want to get yeah. them early because you never know what could happen. Their defense play is their defense has still been good, and I do think when you get to the playoffs, you're gonna, you're gonna. I know he's been running for his life, Mahomes, but mm-hmm. you're gonna see him running more, Mahomes, in the playoffs. Just to make right. some big, big enough plays, which is going to help the offense more. I mean, I, I know he's doing that now to some extent, but I think in the playoffs, especially, mm-hmm. he'll use his legs when he has to a little bit more. So, I, I'd still be worried about him. I'd well, so the worried. Browns are the five, right? They can't move off the five seed, and the Chiefs are the three. So that's not going to be a first round matchup. The Bills, if they win, I'm sorry, if they lose but get a wild card, they're a six or a seven. Could they still be a seven? Um, I guess if they, they lose, could. and like Jacksonville loses or something. Yeah, I'm trying to think who would be the six here. Yeah, they could be six season. or seven with the Dolphins, right? If the Bills win, the Dolphins could go to three. Oh, the Dolphins go. Okay, so let's use the Dolphins. If you're the Dolphins, would you rather go to the Chiefs or would you rather go to? Um, well, I guess it would be the Bills again. Not a great, <laughs> not a great scenario. I don't know. I'm just saying I wouldn't be afraid of going. Yeah, you definitely KC wouldn't be afraid. Miami wasn't much. great. Miami wasn't great in London against. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Uh, against I Kansas know. City. All right, I'm excited now. Let's bring it on, Brian. You got to be excited too. Antonio Pierce is coming back. Colts beat the Raiders, <laughs> but the Raiders cover. The guy didn't really like you said he was really like how many fourth and five. They don't have to go for it every you time. Know, I'm crazy. And five. Darren, crazy. I, well, look. Uh, Darren and I were watching this game together, but Darren Darren was like paying attention to the other games because I had a bunch of games on. 
And, you know, Darren would see it get the fourth down and never really watch the fourth down. And like two minutes right. later, be like, wait, what happened? They didn't go for it. I'm like, no, nope. I couldn't. Yeah. It's fourth and one twice from like the 43. Uh, was, they took like mm. a delay a game. They, I, they had, I think they had fourth and two or less from in, yeah. from inside the 46, say four right. times in that game. And they punted all four times. It made absolutely no sense. And I, I know I've, I've friends who were telling me like their offensive coordinator right now is like basically like a high school coach. So they need new, new coordinators in there for sure. But mm. if you don't know when to go for it, you see what all these coaches, like you would think a new guy coming in is just like, we're going to be aggressive, right? We're going to, sure, yeah. we have this toughness. Mentality. We're going to be aggressive. And the funny thing is he was aggressive when Jacobs was back there. Now mm -hmm. White has actually played pretty well. They're not aggressive at all. And you know, what's even dumber, Sal, they're throwing the ball deep. They threw the ball deep, like three times on third and one, and then punted it on fourth right. and one from like, I'm like, this makes I'm like, how can you be a head coach? Well, if you, you know, are making thing, those Brian, decisions on the fourth and one midfield close to at least, at least line up to pretend to draw them off. <laughs> how many offsides have we seen drawn from, you know, uh, situations? Know. You that got it. Nowadays, that. though, the way that that game was going, like, you got to go for it. You got to go for it. You got to go for it. Uh, you know, and me, it, it was a special to me because I have the Colts to not make the playoffs on. I'm uh, After this podcast, I'm about to print out my futures, and it's not going to be a, a happy hour as I look over these because I know I have the Colts to not make the playoffs on several things. And um, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like I have to meet with my accountant and tell him, sorry, I, I blew all the, the funds on uh, Ridland and Beth this year, 23. Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, all right, listen, let's take a break. And uh, we got some week 18 look aheads when we'll, uh, we return. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Velux XC. Juvederm Velux XC is an ejectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Velux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. All right, week 18. So 16 games, obviously everybody plays. There's two Saturday. The rest are Sunday. The Sunday night is Bills in Miami. I was wrong about this. I guess this is easy. I just, the NFL usually likes a lose and go home game, which I guess could be the case for the Bills, depending on what happens Saturday yeah. and the rest of Sunday. But the Bills are a three-point favorite at Miami. I thought this was, gonna, this was a little high. I had them at minus one. And then thinking about it, they really did bully Miami, Harry, the first time, and they need it. Miami doesn't need it, which is why I'm a little surprised Sunday they made this the Sunday night game. But high or uh, just right for the Bills? Uh, I think it's right. I mean, uh, that game is probably the best game the Bills played all season. Uh, that yeah. home game against the Dolphins when they beat them 48-10. They are 10-1 and straight up, so 10-1 and straight up in their last 11 versus Miami. Uh, Buffalo's won four in a row. Five and one in their last six. And like I mentioned mm -hmm. a little while ago, their loss 
was uh, in the last six games was by three to Philadelphia, which they probably should have won there. And again, I know Miami was without um, Mostert and without Waddle against Baltimore, but still you got to put forth a better performance like that. Miami hasn't really beat anybody all season worth, worth of really worth noting. Uh, And the bills are rolling right now and um, they don't want to lose. They're they're, they They win the AFC. So that's basically what they do lately with Josh Allen's at at the helm and they don't want to relinquish that. And I think they get it done here. I think three's fair. I think the one thing that happened, Brian, is they lost their momentum a little bit. I mean, they really could have lost that game to the Patriots. And I guess Belichick's going to play you tough no matter what, but they didn't look that good. They mm. they almost didn't have the lead at halftime, despite mm. the fact that the Pats had four turnovers. Yeah, weird, weird outing. It was a weird, yeah, it was a weird game. I actually thought the Pats outplayed them, right? I mean, you had so many. New England's turnovers. played the best of the past month. They yeah, had New, all England's, season, to be New England's played. Yeah. They've been they've been tough, but I'm trying to think. The Bills the week before too. I mean, which game was that? Who did the Bills I, play? Yeah, um, they were home. Were they home again? Let's see. Why am I blanking on that? That wasn't a great. Uh, no, that was the Chargers at Chargers. They've, oh, they've, right. They've Chargers, had, yeah. they've right, had right. back-to-back. The yep. They've yep, had yep. back-to-back stinkers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm kind of with well, That's what I'm, happens, Polly Kid, after you play the Cowboys, right? This is a <laughs> Cowboy hangover. <laughs> that's for sure. Yep. You beat the Cowboys the next week. These teams have major letdowns, it seems mm-hmm. like, every single time. And so we got to be careful with these week 18s because teams are going to play their full lineup, their full roster, you know, the starting lineup. They're going to play some guys. They're going to play no guys. Is this a game parlay kid where Miami's like, look, we've gotten crushed injury wise. Anyway, we're in the playoffs at some point. If we're down 17, three in the early third quarter, uh, I I don't know if we want Tua out there. Right. Or yeah, I think Tua. somebody said his shoulder was a little bit banged up. No, I thought he was, uh, he's a little bit banged up. So I think that's a a hundred percent. Right. Possibility in this game. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, you lost Chubb in garbage time the other day. Uh, Yeah. I think um, that this is a game that Miami could pull players quickly, very quickly. Right. Now, the game that I thought would be Sunday night, but and I know it doesn't have the sex appeal of Buffalo, Miami. It's Colts-Texans only because the loser's out, you know? Um, right. But is the winner definitely in, Brian? I guess the winner would definitely be in, right? Yeah, the winner's well, one in. One way or another. May not yeah. win the division, yeah, but yeah, they would yeah. get a the seven seed. Yeah. Yep. All right, so Colts one and a half, Brian. I guess this exactly. I didn't think you could make this anything other than one and a half home against yeah, the Texans. Oh, another, another one and a half for the Colts. Yeah, tic-tac. Uh, uh, although yeah. yeah, it was a nice that was Amazing. a nice cover, I will say, by the Raiders. That three and a half, that was great. Um, yeah. But yeah, another one. I, I'm, I'm rooting for the Texans here, though. Rooting for the Texans. Yeah. I mean, we, the Colts are, have been somewhat of a fun team to watch, considering right. the mm-hmm. talent they have on there. But I, you much rather see Stroud in the playoffs. I got to be honest. I don't. I, I'd rather see Stroud in the playoffs, but I don't need to see either of these teams. In the oh, playoffs. Yeah, no, so this I is this, the winner goes to Miami or Buffalo. Is that basically it? Yeah. If it's Jaguars not, win. It's not if the great. Jaguars win the division, this is a set this is a game for the seventh seed. I don't right? love I don't love either the the first round matchups in the AFC, whatever they know, right? Sucks. I know. I know we're in trouble here. All right. And the Jags, as I mentioned, a five and a half. I thought that was a little rich against the Titans. They're in Tennessee. I don't know what you make of this team, Harry. This is um no. You know, they beat up on the Panthers, which I thought they would win that game. But I don't know if this is a, a, a guarantee. You know, I look at teasers and stuff. I'm not sure about it. 
No, I mean, look, Jack, you're right. Uh, Jacksonville, nice season last year, won a playoff game down 27 nothing and a half to the Chargers. Uh, but this season, down the stretch, not good at all. They're one and four straight up in the last five. You mentioned, okay, they beat with Beathard. They beat Carolina, which they needed to do last week. That's great. But Tennessee, you know, Brable still has his team playing tough. I think this is a big number here on the road. Tennessee, mm-hmm. two and four in the last six straight up. But three of those four losses out by three points or less. And again, Brable has his team playing tough. I think five and a half is too much. I think it's too big, big of a number. Report from Lombardi that Vrabel might be out after this year. He signed a, uh, a contract, an extension last year, but it was only for one year. Apparently, it's funny. You never really know what these extensions entail, but uh, it's usually a bad sign when you get an extension here. So anyway, uh, I think they do play tough. Uh, Paul, I get back to our game, 13 and a half at Washington. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm scared about this game, but the more people would say Washington's not going to try, the more it gets me crazy. And now they're in line to get the second pick, which would put them in. They're going to take, they have to take a quarterback. One of those first two, right? Yeah. I want to blow uh, that. Don't blow that. that you, they don't want to. No, we know that, but <laughs> Dallas and McCarthy uh, have, <laughs> have not coached well and played well here in Washington. Right. Uh, if, if you go back to last year in the last game of the season, Correct. Wasn't that in Washington? Yep. And that yep, was a, yep. I know the Cowboys really didn't need the game, but it was a pathetic performance against a team that really didn't need the game in Washington. Um, We've lost a bad Washington teams before. Usually it's on Thanksgiving yes, or something. And I but would this assume would be Washington will be game for about a quarter or two. Yeah. Um, but as long as Dallas doesn't do anything silly, uh, they should take care of business here. But this is a pretty high number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, to be expected, I guess. Right, right. The only other one I wanted to go over was Bucks Panthers. Bucks five and a half. They win the division. My Saints bet. <laughs> it's so screwy that the Bucks like had no points for most of that game. But with the line at two and a half, I had that as the rat line of the week. But yeah. even so, they win the division with a victory here at the Panthers, Harry. And uh, listen. My question is, who screws everyone? Because we know it doesn't all go to form, right? Where <laughs> the Cowboys win, the Jaguars win, the Bucks win. Uh, who am I missing? Like, yeah, everybody who needs to win wins. There's always going to be someone stupid. Maybe it's the Packers giving three to the Bears. Who screws yeah. everyone? Uh, I'm kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping it's Tampa that screws everybody, and they lose this game somehow to Carolina. Now. Uh, they only beat Tampa. Tampa only beat Carolina by three in the first meeting in Tampa. So they did play a game in that. In that, and remember, beginning of the season, I did give out um, Atlanta to win the division. So if somehow Carolina can put forth a game at home to end the season, uh-huh. and Tampa again last week, you mentioned Sal didn't get anything going until the fourth quarter, and Evans and Godwin just had uh, a combined six catches last week. If somehow that happens, and Carolina can upset Tampa. And I know Baker's banged up. He is really got yeah. a rib injury situation. So, and then Atlanta beats Atlanta wins their game against the Saints. Atlanta's in the uh the You win like fifteen dollars. We got yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm against you here. I got I mean I have the Saints in that game because I have the Saints to win the division too. Mm. And uh so that's yeah, that's going to be rough for me. I, I don't know. Uh, boy, I, you know, let me just say this. If the Falcons win that division, can Polly kid, can the Cowboys petition the league and say, we will relinquish our two seed 
to become a five seed <sighs> and uh, go to Atlanta in the first round. Oh my gosh, we, we wish. Yeah, right. Jeez, oh, awful. That, that's not gonna uh, happen. No. All right. Listen. Let's uh, bemoan some more losses. Harry just set out a path in which he can win some money if the Falcons win the division. But it's all not Skittles and rainbows here. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call bad aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, listen, I, I had Bama as a bed ache, and Parley Kid has none. Good for him. Try to keep that going for the rest of the year. Uh, Bri, you had Bama also bad. Bengals, we've talked about the Eagles bad. Let's give the floor to Harry, the floor, the ceiling, whatever you want, Harry, because you did, in fact, lose your total of the year in Detroit, Dallas, over how many? 50 what? 50, what? It didn't matter. 53. Right. 53. Okay. Well, what went wrong? Well, what went wrong is, okay, Detroit goes right down the field, gets a field goal. I'll take it. I'll take three right in the first five minutes. Uh, Dak makes a heck of a play, gets out of trouble, throws that bomb to Lamb. Bam, just like that, 7-3. Cool, cool. And then Dallas drives down the field again. C.D. Lamb, whatever that was at the two-yard line, it would have been first and goal for Dallas. He fumbles the ball through the end zone, so it's a touchback. Screwed out of seven points there. Then Detroit comes down the field and all this, you know, seven, eight minutes uh, between both teams on the clock. Detroit gets down. They're at the four. They go for it. Don't make it. And then <laughs> that's when Brian and I are exchanging messages is basically saying, you're screwed. And I'm like, I yeah. know, it's over. It's over at this point. And, then, and there was uh, four field goals in the game to boot. And by the way, the week before in my sharp tank pick, I had the Dallas uh, Miami game over mm. as well, and that had seven field goals in it. So in the last two weeks, you're Dallas blaming games a kicker. That been, All the guy does is make field goals. Well, yeah, so well, listen, you're, you're gonna, last two no weeks I've there. taken Dallas games over, and the games have combined for eleven field goals. So yeah, screwed. I know. I don't know <laughs> if you were screwed. I, well, I'll, I'll say a couple things. First of all, well, Brian, what are the odds of Dak completing like a ninety-two yard pass to ZD Lamb? when he's about to get sacked at the one, I mean, so right. clearly Olay. Like, so I think the odds of, of that are about the same as CD lamb fumbling at the two. So you got lucky and you also got one taken away. Right. But I do think that is pu- too punitive that, that fumbling through the end zone. I always have, I'm not saying it's, that because it happened to the, the Cowboys. It's too damn. Pu- it's too you could drive the field. You could drive 90 yards and fumble at the two through the end zone. Like, that should be the offense's ball at the 20. Like somebody gets the ball at the 20, it should be the offense, not the defense taking over. It might because be the, why, the harshest penalty or harshest rule, not penalty, harshest rule in all the sports. I think it is. It's really weird because the, the end zone is not the receiver's friend in terms of right. catching a pass, right? You still have to complete the pass and everything else. It's not like if you break the plane as a receiver, right? I know if you catch it and run it in, it's different, but I don't know. Why is... Ball it goes out at the city lamp fumbles weird. the ball goes out at the one. Dallas has a ball at the one. It hits the pylon. Yeah. And then I, it goes and, and the other team gets it at the 20. I swear I don't like that. It's not a cowboy thing. I, I, I never like this rule. Yeah. Brian, well, well, didn't Carr well, fumble Derek at Carr the was one against the this. Cowboys? Yeah, ridiculous. Carr, did yeah. Carr did that thing against Cowboys. He right? did yeah, it multiple. Yeah. He did it multiple times. Sometimes we're idiotic by him. That game. Right. Yeah, look, I don't I don't love it either. I mean, 
because especially because you give it to the the opponent on the 20 yard line, like, right. If you fumbled the ball and the defense recovered it on the one, you would get it on the one. It's kind of like, right. let, let the bad. offense get it at the 20. That's a 20 right. yard penalty. Right. That's a I, lot. I agree with that. You get, you put the offense <laughs> yeah. on the 20 or the defense gets it on the one or some, or, or the defensive team. You know, I, I hate that. Yeah. It's, it becomes a right. defensive ball on the 20. That, that, right. that yeah. to me yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. All right, I don't know why we're sticking up for Harry here. Uh, by the way, also that, on that, by the way, yeah. also on that Dallas Detroit game, I'll just throw in that there was 800 yards of offense too. Throw that in. I know you called yeah. it. You called it. You needed overtime. <laughs> no, overtime wouldn't have done it either, right? No, no. you're still no. stuck. Yeah, unless no. there were two touchdowns somehow. All right, uh, Mikey Meatballs, play the music here. <laughs> All right, we're going to take one more break. And, uh, you know, you it know, wasn't just Harry bad bets. It was Harry fantasy decisions. There's an email we want to talk about, that Knicks trade, uh, all when we return. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, Use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. All right, Parley Kid, let's start with this next trade. Big trade with uh, Toronto. I think you like it. I'm try- I think you like it, and Bry doesn't like it. I think that's what I'm going to say as Knicks fans, just judging by what, um, just some, uh, what I've heard. Uh, what do you think? Go ahead. Let's hear it. No, I think it was a good trade for both teams. Um, I think uh, for the Knicks, I think they, they got the better or the best player in the deal. Um, Precious. Fit. <laughs> he does give them some depth, but Ananobi here for the Knicks uh, fits the way Thibodeau wants his players to play. He's a, he's a long, lengthy, defensive first player who can also score. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I like the trade for the Knicks. He already looked like he fit in yesterday. I mean, Toronto won their game with the two Knicks in their lineup. But um, I think I think Ananobi is uh, – He's trouble. I, I, I think it's a t- guy that he's a winning type of player. I'm not sure if Barrett is that type of guy. Quickly, right. I'm going to miss, but the Knicks were going to have to throw a lot of money at him to keep him. So I'm very happy with the trade. I thought at first they were going to, when I heard that they were only giving up one second round pick in the deal, then mm. I that's when I really ke- came around to the trade, that they kept all their first round picks as well. So Good job by the Knicks here with this trade. Uh, Bry, I, I would think like, uh, you know, the, the key is to close the gap with Celtics and the Bucks, right? Yep. So I don't know if they've done that. Maybe they did a little bit, but I know you're worried about watching Emmanuel quickly become an all-star. <laughs> and it might happen this year. He well, might look, be at all. You it might it see certainly could happen. Yeah. I mean, he came out yesterday, had like seven points in the first six, six or seven minutes. And look, I, Sal, I think you thought I was going to not like it, but I kind of liked it. I, I kind of liked it right from the start, even though I probably like Barrett more than anyone. Uh, mm-hmm. I will say... He has just not, he'll have a stretch of 10 games and then he's terrible. Great games for, 
eight to 10 and then he'll up, he'll be terrible for 20 of them. And, and we, Darren, and I always talk about this, like the ball is in Brunson or Randall's hand all the time. Like, I think Barrett to be successful has to have the ball in his hand. You can't make him uh, just a spot up three point shooter, especially from like the corner. Uh, right. So I, yeah, I don't love him. He, he was not a great fit for the Knicks. Uh, so I was okay. The only thing that stunk is you probably could have got more for him uh, if you traded him a year or two ago. Um, but yeah, the quickly, they obviously didn't want to pay him 25 million a year, uh, right. but he for sure. I, I mean, there was, there was a point at one point where he and Maxi were very similar players and you've seen mm. Maxi flourish and quickly never has gotten that chance. So there's a chance that there's a lot of, a lot of upside here for quickly, especially offensively for a team. So what I, do, I do worry Paul, about that a little bit, but I don't, but in Thibodeau's offense, he was never, he was never going to be that guy. Yeah. He needed to be freed, but Paulie kid, what does this mean for win totals? What do you think the Knicks are without looking Fandle? What do you think they have? Uh, 46 and a half. Very good, very good. Forty-five and a half. So go under. Bet the under. You think? Uh, you think it's? You think? Oh no, you would bet over. Yeah. I see. Yeah, go yeah. over minus one fourteen, and to make the playoffs, you're minus six hundred. Listen, you got to catch lightning in a ball. You got to do like the Heat, right? You're not going to be better sure, than the Bucks right. or Celtics. Right. You got to just do it that way. Right. Um, what else do we want to do? All right, Harry, let's get to you in this fantasy league. And thank <laughs> God you lost in the finals. What was the final? Did you break sixty points? I didn't even see the score. You didn't even look, right? Didn't even look. You, you didn't look, and you didn't look Thursday night to see that Amari Cooper was out of your lineup. You fell asleep. I mean, you've been bragging about this team and what this title would be and everything else, and yet then you fall asleep and keep Amari Cooper, who got you to the finals, but um, got a big fat zero as he sat the bench um, Thursday was- night. It was 4.30 local time and in Phoenix. and I, uh, PM. Yeah. PM. And, uh, <laughs> I was still wasn't feeling good. I was still kind of sick. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know yeah. if he was playing or not. And I just laid down on the couch for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes before game time, I woke up. And I still didn't realize if he was playing or not. And I saw that he wasn't playing. So I went to our uh, league. And I went to take mm-hmm. him out and put somebody in. And they wouldn't let me, so I got locked out. Yeah, yeah, it's always someone else's fault. But yeah, I think well, you have yeah. to get it in before five minutes before. But you, so you just coincidentally woke up five minutes before that. I did, I did. Okay. Yeah, Brian, like, didn't you say he texted you like with yeah, an hour I, left? I, did. I missed his text, but he sent the text at like seven thirty. We were trying to figure that out. We were trying to piece that together. He sent the text <laughs> yeah. at like seven thirty-five. Yeah, so you're up before. Are you sending texts in your sleep? Playing. Right. Oh, I sent him a text and then I laid down. So, but what? Do, so, what are we gonna do about this for once? I mean, we got oh, to start celebrate. Playing. Yeah. Can, can we? We got. We need some serious players in this thing. This is I'm not. He's not. He's not a serious player. Like this is ridiculous. Well, he is and he isn't. Like I don't oh. know what's important to Harry anymore. Like his record is important, and then he'll go like four and twelve. It's like oh whatever. A couple <laughs> years ago, I was good. That's what I'm saying when I say Darren. not serious. Right, Darren. I was you, serious. Listen, Harry, I had Mostert you, out, Mostert Harry, out, Portland Sutton you out. You can't be I in a no final. Team to field, Darren. If you, By if the way, you, he almost started Mostert too. That was close. You had like, close. Close. It's close. You would have fifty-one points this week. <laughs> it was close. Yeah, it'd be great. Well, you, know, you, 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 you brought in four quarterbacks for your team so, for some reason. So <laughs> one yeah. thing Load is load up on a tiebreaker, baby. I, I mean, that's smart. See, this is what I'm talking about. You lost that too. Sixty-four. We need. 45. 
There's got to <laughs> when you don't have a player in your lineup yeah. in the fantasy finals. I'm sorry. I think yeah. there's got to be some type of repercussion good. for that. Yeah. I think we should look to suspend Harry for like a year from the playoff from the from the league. We have plenty of people who could take you just a spot. Want to play me, Darren. You just don't want to play me. I, yeah, no, I, just, I, 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 wanna, I don't. I, want, I do want to play him. There's a guy who can't win the league. I want him in the. I want him here. He can't. He just can't win. Maybe you're so right. Why would Maybe you want to right. kick him out? Right. Otherwise, right. I, I, I've beaten you over the years, Sal. I have uh, about an eight I game lead. I guarantee I've collected more money. I don't know. I just. Uh, I, I feel like that's always the thing with these things. But Amari Cooper. And I will, by the way, with the money that I did win in this league, I will accept. Plenty of whoever needs to send me money, I will be accepting money orders only. <laughs> good luck at that, though. All right. uh, yeah, this is good. All right, so eighty-eight sixty-five. You lose, Harry. Is that what it and, was? Eighty-eight sixty-five. Wow. Eighty-eight sixty-five. Good. If good I would have got listen, if I would have had a look, look. Uh, Jaden Reed had the big game for Green Bay. If I if if that stops, I uh, might pull it out. Right. I do have a letter. Uh, you could reach us this year and every year. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. This is from Paul. Paul, his name is. It's another Paul, I guess. Another Paul. Here we go. Uh, Cousin Sal and gang, please do not let Harry ever leave the show, either by his doing or you firing him. He's a cash cow. Listen to your podcast earlier today and heard him praise Tulane. This is last week. Among his many reasons was the fact that this Tulane team beat USC last year. Is he aware that this year's team looks nothing like last year's team? Did he realize the coach already left for another job? Sal, once I heard that I raced to the once I heard this, I raced to my sports book and put a thousand dollars. Wow, on Virginia Tech. Once again, Harry comes through. He's the golden goose. Please never drop him. Paul. Well, P.S. Paul, please thank Harry for I making add, the holidays even better. Yeah. Can I add that Tulane it actually, yes, it is similar because Tulane did have 11 wins this season, uh, like last year. And look, to start the game, the, there's a punt, and the guy fumbles at the 11. Virginia Tech uh, next play, touchdown. See, this is what and I then, mean. He's thanking you then, for getting him $1,000. Tulane drives dollars. all the way down the I don't field, know what you're, and then what they this fumble at the one-yard line and don't score. So, yeah, that's like the Dallas-Detroit game. Double screw job early on, and you're screwed for the rest of the game. Harry, you got to go into a different business. You're getting screwed in fantasy. You're getting screwed in your bets. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe go back to substitute teaching. I'm it's, not sure what it, you should do. And with. it has been a long run here. For, this has been bad for Harry. Yeah. This has been a right. this 2024. Not a good got, year, D. Not it's a got year. to be better. 2024. Been sick. Been throwing the sickness. That's what I'm saying. It's been throwing. It's, I'm going to a in ten days. I'm going to a specialist for my back and my leg. Is it it's Bruce Springsteen? No, <laughs> uh, it's not. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Springsteen's in three week, three months. He's only oh, seen man. Springsteen twelve more times than the average. One can say. One can say my back and leg are killing me, Sal, because of the Springsteen <laughs> standing for three hours. One could say that. <laughs> one could say it doesn't make a lot of one sense. Could. You're going there. Yeah. A lot of not not even just one. A lot of people. Uh, All right, listen. Yeah. We've gone a long time. These are long. I, I have a we have a great thing I want to go over. Um, we'll go over in the next podcast tomorrow. Most bet on players. Our friend Ben Folks put out a list of most bet on players in each sport, and I have reactions for uh, there's some surprises in there. But uh, anyway, we got that covered. We're gonna come to you on a Thursday. And then again on Friday, Cousin Sal's winning weekend. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs in the D3, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. 